grandchildren. We tell the tale of how fucking cold it is. <laughs> fucking cold it is. Me and Annika are in my bedroom wearing coats. We are wearing coats <laughs> inside my house. Coats and blankets, many pants. Which is a basement apartment, so god damn it, it's fucking cold. <sighs> but you know what's not cold? Um, this, I was going to say Colton's heart, but I, I feel like it might be dead, actually. Yeah, mine's <laughs> dead, his dead. We're all a little dead inside. Oh, wait, that just brought me up to, like, Nick's, Nick Vial's amazing ice cream, ice commercial, cream commercial. Where you know it's not dead? Uh, Nick Vial's bank account? <laughs> yeah. He is, like, truly branded himself as just, like, that lonely-ass man. So good. Congratulations to you. If you were watching on Hulu, you probably won't see this, but tonight he did a commercial for ice cream truck, or, I don't know, just an ice cream brand, and one of the best lines of the commercial is little kids, after he walks away, this little kid's like, is he okay? And then the ice cream guy goes, no, <laughs> no. but are any of us? <laughs> and we all... Screamed for ice cream. Yeah, because I think that Nick's uh, heart is cold and very burnt from, you know. It's a freezer burn. Freezer maybe. burn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what are you going to do? Welcome to Date Card. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pod. Podcast. Um, we, I, I don't know about we, but I am really struggling. I always struggle with long episodes mm -hmm. because we have only an hour to talk about it because I will collapse yeah. if we talk any longer about it. Basically. And we have four hours of material to cover in one hour. So we gotta fucking keep it high and tight. But like, high how tight. do we do it? Because did you see these episodes? Fucking wild. We are recovering both Monday Night and The Women Tell All and I could probably talk for a week straight on a podcast about Monday Night's episode alone. Yeah. Just could. Or even just an hour and a half of it. Yeah. <laughs> or even five minutes of it. Or even just my feelings. Period. Somebody wrote on Reddit, they're like, three things you shouldn't talk to strangers about. Religion, politics, and the cast of The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> it's so real because nothing will get me more ramped the fuck up than somebody having an opinion that they do not know what they're talking about. Yeah. Honestly, I've had fewer negative responses about talking about religion than I've had talking about The Bachelor. Surprise, we're friends. <laughs> I know. It's really special when you meet somebody who just, like, gets you mm -hmm. on that level regarding this yeah. trash show. Oh, man. Well, we, okay. got, we got to get into yeah, it. Yeah, we got to get into it. I'm so sorry. Like, there's no room for introductions. <laughs> if you don't... We both sound the same anyway, so it's fine. So, <laughs> right. It's just... I mean, we both have, like, the same praxis, too, so it's like... Mm -hmm. um, we're just talking to ourselves. Basically. And so one fine folks. And when I fall asleep in the middle of this <laughs> podcast recording, um, no one will know the difference. It's okay. So, this episode, Colton dates his final three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think we don't need to, like, recap every little thing. We just gotta talk about, like, our big feelings, picture big picture yeah. stuff, what's going on. So we we head into fantasy suites yesterday, and he has the three remaining women, which is the Hannah B. Sorry, Hannah G. She's. This is gonna be an issue all yeah. night because I cannot remember any Hannah, and I think I've confused Jenna yeah. in the process. And you just did because I was I was very good about it. <laughs> Hannah G, Tasha, and Cassie, and they are in 
Portugal. Portugal, which I discovered from last night and today. Nobody knows where the fuck Portugal is. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, Central America, South America, let's go there. And then it's, Europe. it's in Europe. So, um, uh, I don't deserve anything. No. I'm a fucking idiot. The I do know that they export olive oil. Yeah, they export and figs. What a great great, great country. Mm. No it is. We, yeah. Thank you for colonizing Brazil, I guess. But not thank you. I mean just like word up on doing it like you did it. You get a uh, congrats on being like the like a country that's colonized one of the biggest South American countries that I still can't figure out where the fuck you are. Like, you did it. What an obscure thing. You did it. Great. <laughs> Whatever. And now, and now you will be forever in my memory as the time that Colton <laughs> lost his fucking goddamn mind. Yeah. Um, so. And not virginity. <laughs> not virginity that we know of. That we know I, of. I don't even know. Yeah. Okay, so he goes on his first date with Tasha, and it is... Uh, they go in helicopters, so their theme is that they like to be in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that's probably a reference to the movie Up. I don't know. Haven't seen it. You can send your hate mail to Danica. <laughs> <laughs> At Drunk Feminist, please email me about all your feelings about the Disney film Up. And how Jenna hasn't seen it. I, I saw it for, like, incentive when I was in, like, high school. Oh. Yeah, everyone gets mad at me when I say I haven't seen it. I'm like, I don't, I don't have time like for these things. Like white guy befriends, like, a minority? Isn't that, like, the... I wouldn't name? know. Isn't that, like, the Clint Eastwood story, but, like, positive? <laughs> <laughs> you could be talking about so many different movies right now. I know. That's all the Okay. We don't have time. <laughs> okay. So, they go in an airplane or a helicopter, I don't really remember, and, uh, I don't know, what are your overall thoughts on Tasha's date? Um, like... The date that I, that he had with Kerpa, maybe, Mm -hmm. I felt like it was, like, spicy mayo. Like, it was just, I feel like, I have a, I, I I like Taysha. I have Mm -hmm. always liked Taysha. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like she was going really hard for the, like, I have all these qualities that you're looking for in a spouse based on what I read in your bio when I first applied. (laughs) Um, Like, just, like, the whole, like, wait, I just want you to know now that I was a virgin also. And also someone betrayed my trust. Mm -hmm. And all I value in relationships now is openness, honesty, communication... Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. But, like, I also have this in common with you where I, like, waited. Which is, like, not to say that any of those traits are invalid or not legitimate. It's just, like... She's a robot. Yeah. She's I, a robot made for this show. Yeah, and I mean, like... And I mean that in the best way possible. <laughs> it's supposed to be, like, a... Like, clearly, like, she's a shoe in Like, she has all these qualities mm-hmm. that she has in common with him. But, like, also, you don't really see, like, a real connection there at all. Like, they're both beautiful. They have the most wonderful teeth. I would like mm-hmm. a link to whatever tooth whitener or straightener that they use. Like, give me 20% off of that now. I might actually buy it for the first time. I, I might actually I really be influenced will. by these people. I, 
I'm ready. <laughs> please I, influence my teeth. Please, like, destroy my health savings account and give me the link. <laughs> now. Blast my teeth. Please. <laughs> please blast my teeth, Daddy Colton. I need please. white straight teeth. Um... And so, like, she, like, shares this, like, really intimate, like, thing, but ultimately, like, fell flat to me personally, mm-hmm. and... Because I'm sorry, the entire time they're worried about whether her tit's gonna fall out. Yeah. And Colton can't keep his fucking eyes off of her chest. But I thought those were, like, the better moments of the date, True, like, but it's like, you can't even have a real-to-real conversation with her, because she's like, is my nipple out right now? And he's just like... <laughs> I'm being horny, but true right now. And I, like, I feel that. Because, mm-hmm. like, wow, same. Me mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, um, they have this conversation where he's just, like, she tells him this thing. He's like, I'm blown away by the person that you are. And then she says something like, I wouldn't have been this person a year and a half ago. And this is where I got, like, kind of on board with it. Because I'm just like, yes, I stand a queen that, like, recognizes that she's, like, growing as a person because uh-huh. nobody else seems to be like doing that yeah and she's like i worked hard and i'm glad that you are able to see that and experience this version of who i am like with me that's super great he's he's good at validating the good things in people he's i i like that about him mm-hmm. he sees those things in people and he like talks about it and then they he does the whole like here's this one last thing and then he pulls out the <laughs> the card and he's like Wanna maybe fuck later? I'm gonna be really unclear about it. <sighs> Love Chris Harrison. <laughs> and then um she's like, Yes, of course. Like she's just being so like cordial and like nice about it. And then he does that horny like head grab thing where they like kiss a couple of times and then he's like Yes, I will do like an Ari move where I will not allow your neck to move within the next five minutes. Did he say come here? Yeah, he said come here. <laughs> and then also he said I always shake, which is foreshadowing. <gasps> it's foreshadowing. I don't care. I have never heard him say that before. I've never seen it before. And they really they picked it out and they just like we're gonna definitely keep that part. I didn't even catch that. This is the benefit of giving me a day. Yeah, to read, to watch, to re-watch it, it six it. times. Yes. <laughs> uh, so they go to their overnight part, and it's like they're laying down in bed, and it's like one of the most bone dry I've ever felt in my life. There was no chemistry. Oh no! Like I was like, oh, ugh. they're just kind of like laying there on the bed, kind of kissing, and it's like Colton is like straight up on his back, and she's like barely on her side, and they're like it's kissing, and he like does like a butt graze, like yeah. you can feel it, and then it just goes back up, like it, and then he like goes and like shuts the like Blinds. the shades, and he, she giggles, and I'm just like, I don't believe that. Yeah, and that so- was my giggle. I think you stole that from me. Ugh. Nobody <laughs> giggled in that room at that time. The next morning, <laughs> we wake up, and it is, like, so painfully <sighs> obvious that they did not, like, even touch each other, maybe? Like, it's I, an all-white room. Like, a painfully oh. all-white room. They are both wearing white clothes. It's just, like, I don't know how this was planned, but it was. It was just, like, symbolic virginity. Yeah. No one's hymen was broken last Wait. No. Mm. Okay, sorry. <laughs> 
I love that both of us are so incompetent to editing that this will not be edited out no. of the program. No. Anyway. Uh, yeah, true. I mean, you're right. No, no. You're not wrong. No yeah. one's hymen was broken. There was no, no blood on any of the sheets, but... Uh, yeah. No one, no one's dick got bit off, and... Um, yeah, I mean, that's real. Something about blood rights, or... Yeah, I, I don't understand. Really he, but, like... It, I, I was still a virgin. Yeah, is what still, we're yeah. saying. I was like convinced that maybe like they did like something, you know. But I, I then watch, but then watching it a little further, I was like, I don't know if they even like, like I don't even know if they like. Did they make eye contact? <laughs> I think they both took their contacts out and just <laughs> yeah. So, but they said that, like they really loved getting to know each other. Bloody bloody blah. I mean, it was painful because they basically as soon as Colton leaves, Tasha does kind of like, lose it, and God bless her, I would have done the same thing. Mm -hmm. Just kind of like, um, well, just, I don't even know what she said. She just was, it was just, because, I, they just put too much pressure on it, because right. I, I can't imagine, even if I was a really strong and smart woman who was like, doesn't matter, like, he maybe is not going to have sex with any of us, you know, he's really going to wait until, like, the true end. Like, I would just still feel bad. Like, why didn't he choose me? Right. I think this is, like, to do that. The thing that you and me and Zoe were talking about last night that struck us so hard in this episode is just so shitty for every person involved. Everybody. Because, like, Tasha knows she's first date. She has a lot of expectations, like, riding on this. She thinks she's in love with this person. She thinks that she, or he is also in love with her, mm -hmm. or falling in love with her. Mm -hmm. And so there has got to be, there is an expectation that something will happen if it's meant to be fantasy sweet mm -hmm. night. So, like, when you enter that space with a person who has never had sex before, like, there is so much more pressure to just... Like, it's not that, like, neither of them, like, don't want to have sex. There's just, like, it's a totally different yeah. dynamic where well, it's just, I, like, uh, yeah. if he doesn't have sex with her, like, it, he's probably going to have sex with somebody else. And then how does that affect her, her self-esteem? Yeah. How does that affect everyone else's self-esteem? How does that affect his self-esteem? Like, and if he has sex with all of them, that's not okay, too? Like, yeah. it's not, I mean, it's not, it's not, not okay. I mean, it's just like, not okay in the sense that he's a bird. I don't know. It's just, like, a different dynamic because, like, if he has sex with Tasha and he's been, like, touting this whole time, like, he will only have sex with someone that he's in love, love with. Yeah. Like, what does that mean for the, like, mindset of any other person involved, including himself? Like, right. what if he has sex with this person that he's, like, falling in love with and it's not good and he doesn't enjoy oh. it or there's something missing? Because oh. that totally happens mm -hmm. all the time. Like, mm hmm, mm -hmm. It's just a really complicated dynamic one, that's, like, ultimately probably the messiest, I think. It's, like, ever. way messier than the Caitlyn sleeping with Nick thing. Yeah, because she was not there saying that she's not going to have sex with people. You know, like, no one goes into these seasons going, like, I'm only going to have sex with somebody I love. It's mm -hmm. like, no, that's what the fantasy suite is for. Or even before the fantasy suite, no one tells you you can't, really, mm -hmm. you know? 
and or like you don't have to have sex yeah at period. all yeah but like it, it's not it's like if if he was a non-version and he had sex with all three individuals it wouldn't be that big of a deal other than like i guess it would hurt obviously some of them or but he's if, put such a, a, a emphasis on i'm only having sex with somebody i'm in love with and if he had sex with all of them then they're the all show. gonna be like i he's in love with me and like you can't uh, the show put an emphasis on it also but he also did himself unfair. no favors because he yeah. also said he was falling in love with all of them to their faces. Like, so, like, five episodes ago, I feel like. You know, like, he's really, really outdone himself in that sense, because now Tate is left with, well, he said he was falling in love with me, and I guess he isn't in love with me, and that hurts. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know. Oh, so that, they just, like, left her drinking some tea on a fucking chair, and she's just, like, staring yeah. off in the distance, contemplating all the mistakes she made leading up to this moment in her goddamn life. Right. And, and I she feel for her. also has, like, these, like, moments in the background where she thinks that something is going to happen. Like, she clearly Mm. thinks something is going to happen, and then, like, we hear from her after Colton leaves, and she's like, we didn't get to, like, where I wanted physically. I could tell he was nervous. Which also could have been true, too. Like, maybe it was just a nervous thing, and maybe, like... I don't don't personally think so, but, like, I, I can see that angle as well. Well, because of how the rest of the episode played out, Uh, we clearly know it's not that. Yeah. Um, And then Colton says, after, you know, Tasha has her moment with the camera, he's like, I know I wasn't ready to take the next step with her. Um, I'm falling in love with her, but I'm not in love with her. I'm still thinking about the other two relationships. And so, in this moment... Literally. I think that was, like, the moment last night you, me, and Zoe were, like... (sighs) Like, if this were a normal episode, which it was not... Not at all. um, At the end of the three dates, we would have a rose ceremony. Ceremony? (laughs) Morning. Ceremony. Yeah. It's a funeral for Taysha. Yeah. It would be like, bye, Taysha. I'm so sorry. We loved you so much, and God bless you. Yeah. Um... But it wasn't. That was not what happened. And like I, we're confused, and I think we have some. We have many a theory, but again, we have to keep going. Yes. So now we have Cassie date. Cassie date. I mean, we just blast by the beginning half of it. Nothing. They walk around a fucking town. Who gives a fuck? And who? Whatever. She's wearing a turtleneck. Odd choice. Anyway, I love it. Okay. <laughs> we can fight later. Um. So she. <laughs> They just have a normal date. It's like I'm whatever. I'm wearing a turtleneck right now. Oh, fairly, oh, honey. That's not a turtleneck. Yes, it is. Okay. It's a mock. I don't work. <laughs> um, they go. They they everything's going fine until um, she. They're having some wine on some fucking you know building, looking out in beautiful Portugal. It's wonderful, and they're just talking about hometowns and how good they went. And Colton drops the bomb, parent parent bomb, which I, I'm confused that it's it wasn't. a daddy bomb. <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> and that he asked the father for asked her father for permission, and he asked for the horse, her father's blessing. <laughs> and the dad was like, "The horse is in the stable, asshole. Yeah, Just go get it. You. That horse is valuable." I'm not just going to give my horse a, a bond between a man and a horse is very sacred, and I do not know what you are expecting from me, sir. Sorry, sir. <laughs> oh cool. my god, wait, is there something there? Because 
Colt is the name of a yeah. baby horse. Oh. I have some conspiracy theories <laughs> to post online. Uh, anyway, wow, this is going to take literally three hours to get through because so, I won't shut up. So Cassie was really upset by this. Um, and she was very upset that the dad didn't give his blessing, his father's blessing. <laughs> to and, my horse boyfriend. And um, So they he's like well that doesn't change any of the way things i feel about you and she's just like well that just really like upsets me i my my family's you know blessing overall is really important to me and this really is like you know kind of concerning me and wait doesn't it concern you colton <laughs> which i mean god bless cassie for saying what we've all been yelling at the tv is like he yeah. spent like the last six weeks being like well, he said it was only I will only weeks. marry her if Papa says. <laughs> so it's like, okay, Colton, what? Because <laughs> her wedding will eat rice pudding. <laughs> now he's like, no, I need. The, I I don't really care if the dad. I don't. Yeah, it's fine. It, it don't worry about it. Don't right. worry about it. And she's like, but I am worried about. it. And he's like, mm, but you don't need to be. And it's like, okay. And you're overthinking it. And <sighs> yeah. So yes. then we go into like they sort of. They separate, they always separate them for a while so they can get changed again, I assume, to also nap, because God bless, like, you need to fucking nap for a minute. The amount of times they drink wine per day just astounds me. She's like, I have to go, like, poop in a toilet for a while, because I just (laughs) ate a bunch of cheese and wine, can I, like, take a minute from Colton? And they're like, yes, okay. Yeah. But instead, they send (laughs) her dad in. Like, you just like reminded me that I could be like I'm the first bachelor contestant with IBS. Oh, that's my saying. top secret secret. That's the one you're like. That's your like trauma that you bring out mm-hmm. on a date. I have IBS. This is I have to leave every couple of hours to like rip so hard in a toilet. And whoopsie daisy, Elon is gone, and I'm the most interesting person you have. You have to keep me around for six weeks minimum. <laughs> you would be so you would be hated by America if you sent the girl home with IBS. I'm just like literally like farting on my way out. <laughs> he won't even walk me out because I smell so bad. You're in the limo. They're like, "Are you okay?" You're like, "Frankly, we need to pull over." <laughs> Like, for the first time, I don't have to, like, pull over because of vomiting or crying. I'm shitting in the van. Yeah. Where's the toilet in For this health reasons, the producers have requested that we pull over. I Okay, we have to stop talking about toilet on oh, this podcast. Jesus Christ. Okay, uh, so anyway, instead, um, well, a, a, an, an ominous van pulls up out of nowhere and... The feet step out, and we're like, "Whose feet are they?" And they're clearly not Colton's feet because they're wearing like Skechers and some fucking dad jeans. And who comes out is fucking Daddy Cassie, Cassie's daddy, Cassie Daddy, Cassie Daddy, Sue Daddy, your daddy. Um, uh, so he, it's the dad, and you were like, "Excuse me," I was pissed last night. I was pissed because I thought I was so fucking dumb. I thought like, "Oh, they just hauled his ass out here." To, like, give Colton permission, uh, mm. a father's blessing. <laughs> they brought the horse and everything. Damn, damn, damn. <laughs> they brought the father's blessing and that they were going to do that because, like, they just made a big scene about how, like, Cassie's really upset that, you know, 
about the, the horse. And so it just, I was like so annoyed by that. But boy, was I wrong. Yeah. What am I? Uh, the whole thing was just like so messy because damn Daniel, the uh-huh. shoes and like... Mm. Mm. Those are, those are so messy. It was very bad. Um, okay, the thing is, the long and short of it is the dad, okay, he's a religious cuckoo nut or whatever, and uh, that's that's offensive. I mean, he's, you know, the thing is, it's all about, there's some weird stuff with it, but he, he did say some good stuff about, uh, you know, you would probably know by now if Colton was, like, your dude, you know? But also, like... You wouldn't, though. That's the thing. No one really knows. Like, you still need... I feel like Cassie is dealing with a lot of pressure from, like, Christian... Her -hmm. Christian parents, Mm -hmm. which, like, again, we've talked about on previous episodes where, like, I grew up in the church. I grew up in this, like, specific church. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I totally get the pressure to, like, get married and to only be married one time. Mm -hmm. And, like, when you know, you know, like, all this kind of shit and so like when you do have doubts like and your parents who are supposed to like be there to like I would argue that she has like a very supportive family sure. that are like generally like have her best from what, yeah mind, from yeah. what I've seen like their heads are like they're not like wilded you know like no it's true they just, it's, but it's not about the show. He doesn't understand the show. That's right. the problem. Is like, and so, like, I think that he's just trying to explain, like, if the point of the show is for you to be engaged at the end of this, this is a shitty idea. Exactly. And so that. she sort of, like, is taken aback by the fact that her dad didn't approve, and then her dad comes and sort of explains why he didn't approve. And this all makes sense. This checks out from anybody's perspective. But... What doesn't check out is what, like, the next things that happen are. Um, which, like, when she's done talking with her dad is, like, the next part of the day. She does say is, to the dad, she's like, I I think you're right in a sense. Like, I'm, I don't know yet. And so mm-hmm. he's like, well, if you don't know, you, it's probably best to remove yourself. And she's like, I don't want to. I really like him and it's going to hurt. And he's like, I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. But better to do it now than later, and so then, yeah. Right, and I think, like, he'd, like, it's just, like, such a weird thing, because, like, he honestly does give, like, really solid advice, where he's, like, if you have that hesitation, you just need to be honest with you and with him. But that doesn't necessarily equate to what she ends up doing. Mm-hmm. Which is telling Colton during the nighttime portion, before they go to any fantasy suites, they just sit down to have wine that she is not sure she can, that she's on the same page as he is. Yeah. So it's essentially what she tells him, right? Well, she, like, straight up removes herself, and then a lot of it is him trying to convince her to stay, and why she should stay, and a lot of that breaks a lot of rules, in, that we have seen in Bachelor history mm-hmm. so far. Like, we thought he was breaking rules by telling, like, four people that he was or so that he them. was falling in love with them. Like, that was, like... I remember you and I talking about mm-hmm. that, like, just being like, this is pretty fucking weird. Because this is going to bite you in the ass so hard, mm-hmm. you know? It's going to bite you so hard, and it, it's not... You just don't do it. Don't yeah. do it, dude. 
Didn't you not learn from your bro, Ben Higgins? Like, he fucked up oh, so early, God. and like, you love him so much. Learn from his mistakes. Probably when they met up in Denver, he was like, just tell everyone you love them, <laughs> and someone will fall in love with you. Okay, I, that, I see no lies. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it was really, so, oh, God. This part is so hard to talk about. This is when I stopped taking notes. Yeah. Because it's just like. Everyone's seen it. Everyone watched it. So I think we should just like talk about our feelings. Which are. (laughs) Which are hard to talk about when I didn't take notes. But like it's. It's difficult because. Like totally. This is. I think it's hard for me to talk about because it feels like every breakup that I've ever had. Where it's like. Someone can't quite explain exactly why it's working because they are trying to be kind, which is what Cassie was doing, Mm -hmm. and someone else not understanding and being like, I will adjust my expectations (sighs) to try to get you back on board, and like, I wish that you would have told me that this was an issue before, but there's no room for that in the Bachelor universe. No, no, no. It's just sort of like when you realize it, you realize it and you have to like quit or like be willing to work through that. And Cassie just like clearly wasn't. Not gonna, yeah, not, was not willing to work through it in that time. Um, which is fair. Like she, uh, however you ultimately feel about her, she stood her ground. Mm-hmm. She wavered a little bit, but that's also a natural thing you would do yeah. in one of these situations where you would feel we bad and that. you would, you know. But she stood her ground and she knew that leaving now was the best way and it would hurt him ultimately less. And so, I mean, it was just, but it was so painful to see Colton do what, what so many of us have done, which is to be like, no, no, no. we don't have to do this. We can do something else. Yeah. Like, I just don't want to lose you. And it was, it was painful, but it was also as a, as a a fucking connoisseur of the show, I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? This is not, they do not show these types of conversations. And I understand why they did show it, but I'm like, my mind was being blown because this is the kind of stuff they talk about in the fantasy suite, which is, Mm -hmm. You don't have to get proposed. We don't have to get engaged at the end of this. It, she was like, and I don't know how I can feel in two weeks and two weeks. And he literally says, like, for a quote, he's like, don't worry about two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. We don't have to do that. We can just be together. And it was so fucking by quiet. And he was like, this is the most, like, clear I have ever seen somebody express, like, Please do not leave. Yeah. I am in love with you. Yeah. I will pick you. Like, and... and you could see it on his face. Mm-hmm. He really was like, I don't, please don't, please don't leave. And he said that. He literally said the words like, please don't leave. I really want to make this work with you. You're the one. You're the one I think about when I'm with other women. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Heartbreak. Poor dude. Ah! And I think it was also, like, an interesting dynamic for, like, The Bachelor especially, where, like, um, just, like, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. God damn it, it was going to be profound. Hmm. Well, I wanted to probably break... People who've watched the show long enough watched um, Desiree's season, and this is just an interesting thing I want to say because it could affect the way the finale goes, which we do not know. We're still technically unspoiled. Okay. I am like, I'm 
like I've seen things, but I'm not convinced, and I it's not. From and I've heard sources. and I've heard that I've heard some people say that what people think are spoilers are not true. That like, yeah. it, it's different. I I don't. So, yeah. yeah. Well, the long and short of it is that Desiree was heartbroken by the guy that she was like supposed to, like like really all in for and was gonna choose kind of early on in her season, he said he didn't feel it and left, and she was heartbroken, and everyone was like, the season's gonna end before even, like, hometowns? Like, what the fuck? And, or maybe it was right after hometowns, but then ultimately, she, once that guy who she just had this intense infatuation with, she really wanted to fuck him, was mm -hmm. gone. She was able to have clarity and realize that there was a guy named Chris there that she really was connecting with, and ended up sending home every single other man so that it was only Chris who got to meet her family at the end and have, like, her final date with him, and it was just him. And it was one of the, still the most romantic finales I've ever seen. I actually literally will cry. I'll look it up sometimes on YouTube. <laughs> Do yourself a favor and look it up on YouTube. So that could happen in some way. Like, once Cassie's gone, like, you know, he could have some kind of clarity. Yeah. You know? But... I'm just like this is really like some setting some strange precedences for like yeah. how and like the fact that this was supposed to like what we would normally expect is three dates. Um, two of these women end up going to like meet his family mm -hmm. and having an additional date each. Right, um, but we what we got this episode was different than what we'd seen before, which was like. Um, a spicy mayo date with, like, someone that, like, we all love. Of course, yeah, a nice person. Totally and, like, a date that was, like, a wild card that apparently only I loved, because everyone, I swear to God, like, people are gonna throw me in the river for liking Cassie and for, like, rooting for her this whole time, but, like, the fact that Cassie had an hour and a half and Hannah had nothing really is making me and Jenna go, like, a little bit buck wild with fan theories. So, like, yeah. please comment on your fan theories also because we are just, like, I swear to God, my, like, bachelor notebook that I'm going to give to Jenna when I die um, is filling up with bullshit. It is so wild because we don't know um, what will happen. Um, he The episode ends with him. Jumping over Finally! the fucking fence <laughs> and running off into the Portugal night and um, <laughs> Chris Harris Portugal the night. <laughs> Portugal. Yeah, we really tried to make that joke yeah, last did. night. It, it doesn't work, work tonight I guess either. it just doesn't work anyway. Try uh, to make a Portugal the man joke. If anyone can think of one, help uh, us. I'll steal it and um, not give you credit. <laughs> so, yeah, that scene was epic. Ugh, heavens. The, he... He, he walks Cassie to the car, he goes up into a room, is mad for a minute, comes out, pushes a camera, and then just starts, he takes off his fucking microphone, he rips it off. Yeah. He's walking away, and you, you see a producer run in front of the screen, they're like, get Chris! Somebody fucking get Chris! And they just, like, pull Chris out from his, like, fucking tomb, like a vampire, he's like, I'm That's awake. True. He just, like, wakes up in, like, a fleece jacket, and he's like, I'm ready to be in Portugal. <laughs> 
Sapu's, and he's like, Colton, Colton, like, come on, dude, let's talk. And then you just see cuts of of Chris walking after him, but obviously a distance away, and then cuts back to Colton just kind of walking toward the goddamn fucking fence, and then he hops it. It's then, amazing. And then Chris says, holy shit, he just jumped the fence. Which is great. Hey, is there a button to open it? He tries to open it. He tries to pull it before it will open all the way. It was great. Oh, it was uh, wonderful. It was wonderful. Um, and then they, like, legitimately can't find it. But they know we know that he's found. <laughs> he, Someday. They find, him. They, they find him in a shower somewhere. Yeah, he's he, trying to film the next episode yeah. and just wondering when the cameras will show up. It's like, on his little vlog. <laughs> like, I'm having a moment now. <laughs> don't feel good. Still don't feel great about Cat. No one has showed up yet to find me. Uh, I was just um, in the shower, y'all. Um, yeah, and that was pretty much it. And then, um, now we have the women tell all. Women tell all, which I took. Okay, literally like a billion pages. I know. I guess the one thing we want to talk about is that they opened the women tell all with a, a Chris being like, um, well, they they show a bunch of really emotional the worst breakups. breakups. Yeah, which was really like, god damn it. I mean, memory lane, but they and then they end it with the Cassie every, scene. Oh yeah, it, but it's like before that, it's every woman who has a mental breakdown, which is like seventy eight percent of what was going on in there. And I was like, oh wow, you just filmed my day. <laughs> like great job. Obviously, we're just going. <laughs> I don't think I can do this. Yeah, this is like what it looks like. Like, when I try to respond to an email, uh, 78% of it is like, oh, what am I gonna do? And then, like, 2% of it is a rational thought. And I just, like, came all... here to, like, be, you know, vulnerable. <laughs> I did come here to make friends. <laughs> Somehow. Everyone hates me in this office. So, uh, but they kind of end with Colton's scene so that they can kind of set the, you know, moment. And, and Chris is like, so, would you some of you ladies have opinions on it? And there were some fucking bullshit-ass oh. fed lines from, like, three of the women. Three of the Heather. women who didn't fucking talk. Oh, yeah, we didn't the hear The rest of the episode. And it was just like, um, gosh, I just don't. How could he go back to any of them if he's so in love with Cassie? That's, that was really strange to see him say that. I, I don't know how I would feel to be any of those other women. And that and that immediately triggered me because I'm like, why would the producers allow them to say something that kind of like like would hurt him if he if he does try to if he does try to make okay. it work with any either of these two remaining women, they're they're gonna like he just showed his ass, you know? They just showed his ass. Yeah. So that's a theory. Like what? Please show his ass. Please show his ass. Okay, my thing okay, before we get going on this, what is your current theory about the finale? Oh, I that's that, I, I'm sorry, but you got it. I know. I I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the optimist and I'm gonna say I think he has like clarity and he can um he can get there with Hannah G and then and that they have a real honest conversation and he even maybe says like we don't have to get engaged but like I really do wanna make it work with you. That's my optimistic take on it. I think that we both agree that unfortunately for Tasha, like she's that's not. that's not gonna happen. 
rooting for her mm-hmm. for a bachelorette Please, or a that'd bit. Be wonderful. We love her. But I think that Cassie's going to come back, and I think he's going to reject both of them. So that's just where, like, Jenna and I are at. Yeah. Like, with commentary for the rest of this episode. Mm-hmm. So those are our picks, or our theories. I, either way, either one is going to be a f- fucking journey. Yeah. <laughs> and you can drink when I said that. Yeah. That's <laughs> just like, ooh. Mm. Yeah, mm. okay, we're going to fucking blast my cash through this fucking <laughs> women's hell. I can't. I have eight pages. I know. No, no, we'll bring up some good moments. Um, so we start off with, like, the fed lines that both of us super yikesed about. Mm-hmm. Um, then they sort of go through all the drama in the season. Yes. We did another big yike about someone <laughs> saying, does she not have parents about Demi? And then we were like, wait, no, actually, kind of not. <laughs> kind of not. Kinda and then not. I also, like, thought about both of us, and we're just like, oh, yeah, this is what they would think of us. Oh, God, I, I would be, like, the, the laughing stock. They would just be like, she has so much daddy issues. This is like, yes, I do. One thing I did want to talk about, like, this is, like, a, a bigger thing that happened throughout the season, but, like, this is all, like, happening as they're, like, oh, yeah, we'll talk to you, we'll talk to you, we'll talk to you. Like, they'll talk to, like, the big, like, players or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were talking to Demi. And they were talking about Colton's virginity for a second. And Demi said, like, and it's, like, not, she's not alone in this. No, like, certainly not. It, like, it's been a thing echoed, even with, like, the final three, where she's like, is it weird, the fact that I was, like, a little turned on about Colton, like, being a virgin? And I'm like, honestly, yeah, it is. Because, like, I feel like this is, like, I don't know how to describe it exactly, but it feels like a weird second wave feminist thing where, like, if men can do it, women should be able to do it, too, without recognizing the ways in which those actions are, like, toxic. Yeah. And, like, not appropriate. And, like, I... Like, I think there are varying levels to all of this, obviously, and it's not, like, an absolute, like, judgment on it at all, and I get she was trying to be, like, funny, but, like, also... And to say that it didn't bother her, you know, but she went the other direction to say, like, oh, I didn't... It doesn't bother me, but... Oh, fetishize it. Yeah, it's It's just, like, can we stop equating feminism to, like pure equality like (laughs) this it's like almost the same as like how there's like a measure going around and I don't know like what level of government it's in right now but like that um we'll draft women into the military also and it's like no like how about we like eliminate the draft because in general that sucks like can we like eliminate this whole like virgin like sexual like being sexually attracted to virgins thing is not good for men or women. No. And so many people on this season have talked about their own issues with sexuality and the virginity, you know, Hannah B and like how she's ashamed that she had sex before marriage and then, you know, and then Tasha kind of has some shame revolving her sexual history yeah. with her husband and it's like like, and Kaylin like, like talked very openly oh, yeah. about her trauma Sounds around like, like sex, so it's just like can, can we, we just like not 
it's like this boy can do whatever the one, fuck he wants with his body, not two other people, but like he mm-hmm. can do whatever he wants with his body and like we shouldn't be putting him on a pedestal just for that and it's really frustrating. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly frustrating. So uh, it's a shit show for the rest of the, <laughs> for a good 20 minutes of all the women just talking over each other um, in a really intense manner. No one can really get anything fucking... It, it's shit Despite show. Onyeka, like, um, literally defining, like, <gasps> Webster Dictionary. Wow, I can't talk. Dictionary of Mary bully. Webster Dictionary defines bully as, and, like, still none of them can define, like, what a bully is. Uh, I really, like, one thing I did want to mention was, like, I really did love Katie's interview, and I know that's something you and I wanted to talk about here, um, because... Chris Harrison asked Katie, well, you were a point of contention after you left because a lot of women were kind of feeling like, you know, you, you, he said you, you fucking pulled out and threw that grenade into their room when you left and you told Colton that some of the women were not there for, or were ready. And can you elaborate on that? Mm -hmm. And it was pretty, pretty well spoken. She just... I loved it. Yeah, there are, there were some women there who I feel like their current values in life did not match what Colton was telling us he wanted. Mm -hmm. And I felt like it was fine for me to let him know that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there you go. Amen. (laughs) That's fine. But. And then, like, we also get, like, the back and forth between Kaylin and her and Katie. Her. Yeah. Um, which also includes Cassie, but Cassie wasn't there. Right. Um, so apparently... Because Chris they, goes bulls out, he's like, who were you referring to? Right. <laughs> which was amazing. I, Chris. I love Chris. Some, like, Chris gets so sick of people's shit sometimes. I think he does too much for ABC. That man is also overworked. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Um, he's like, I... <laughs> I've wanted to be drinking at home. Okay, can you just tell me who the fuck are you were talking about? So she's like, I was referring to Cassie and Caitlin. And Caitlin is like, well, that's unfortunate or whatever. She's like, well, here. And then Katie went back. She's like, I'll just clear the fucking record right now. It was regarding a bus conversation we had in the bus to some uh, different, one of the Asian countries. Which, by the way, now I realize that was pretty far along in the journey for them to be having this conversation. Yeah. So anyway, the conversation was like... If, um, if I don't win, I want you to be the bachelorette. Yeah. Or if I win and I'm engaged, I would like you to be the bachelorette because you're my friend, which is, is a fair statement to say. Mm -hmm. It's fine. I don't, and I think even Katie admits that it's not, that's not the end of the world, Mm -hmm. but that's, she's allowed to also be a little concerned about that conversation. Yeah. And then (laughs) Katie drops the bomb that. Well, it's in. It's also in conjunction with the fact that you, you and other people were talking about club appearances and sliding into the DMs of Dean. Dean. What? Um, et cetera, et cetera. And Kaylin now is fully pissed off, and she just keeps like kind of whipping her head back and forth and like making eyes and mm-hmm. is very upset. And she tells us that she's like, "Well, the conversation actually went like this, blah blah,", blah and then I was. And then Chris goes to Hannah. Or because they were fighting back and forth, and a couple shots of the camera go to Hannah B. 
and she's just kind of like making a face like big yikes kind of like yeah big yikes like Kaylin like do you really want to like yikes yourself so hard right now and so they ask her how it goes down and she's like well Katie's right yeah he's <laughs> so good which is yeah. like ouch <sighs> it was it was pretty interesting. Like I it was think, a pretty real moment for the woman tell all, I think. You know? I think too, like this has been probably I mean, like, it's definitely the most I've paid attention because mm-hmm. this is the first season of Batch that I'm like watching with the more purpose critically. Yeah, I mean God. I was definitely not watching with a purpose before. Um But like it was a real like diplomatic play for Hannah and like we talked about it a couple of times when we were watching Hannah's making a hard play for mm-hmm. Bachelorette and she's winning honestly yeah whoever her PR person is killing it yeah like even her responses that are just like there was like somebody behind her like a, a no name like goodbye week two person was like of course you agree with Katie and it's just like like what the fuck ever. Yeah, she was like, "No, I'm just, I'm just agreeing because I was there, and you weren't." Yeah. Fucking shut your Goodbye. mouth, fucking whoever you were. You weren't there. I was there. Blah blah. And then K- Chris does bring immediately. He's like, "Well, Kaylin and Hannah, are you guys cool with each other?" And they both like handle it for like they're like, "Yeah, we're cool. It's fine." It's because both of them are buying for or vying for a Bachelorette. That's so hard. So hard. But Hannah's doing it so much better than Kaylin is. That and Kaylin got her fucking ass handed to her in the season mm-hmm. because of all of, because of, I can't, uh, at this point, like, you were saying, like, we don't know who to believe, but I'm sorry, I, now I'm thinking about it more, the fact that there's, like, multiple women who are saying that they think that sh- they had this conversation, and, and they, to, to be, be yeah, like, I, starting to think, yeah, you were kind of vying for Bachelorette the entire time, and that is okay, I am okay with that, mm-hmm. but... Like, you're not going to win now. You're not going to be Bachelorette. No one's going to allow that anymore because you because you got exposed, you know, yeah. for trying too and hard. Like, Hannah got sent home one episode early enough to where she can recover. Yeah, and she's recovering very good. And her little time on the couch was very, you know, awkward and real in a lot of ways. And I think as much as I didn't always enjoy her during the season, I think I never had the thought that she was fake or... Mm-hmm. Fake's the wrong word, but you know, I never thought she was really putting it on. That she was just kind of being her awkward, weird self, and somebody who has to be perfected all the time because of the pageant life. And mm-hmm. it's just kind of you know. So that was really nice, and I kind of I, I wouldn't hate it if she was bachelorette at this point. But I also think that the season would be very in, uh, has has its own flaws with just how southern and like probably very religious her family is and I guess it's so different than any other season. Yeah. <laughs> what am I fucking saying? Yeah. It's all gonna be what? the same. I know. I just want like a cool liberal badass bitch for once. For once. Where's the Oregon representation? For once. <laughs> anyway, so they bring, they bring, or what were you? No, I was going to say there was a cool line mm. that Chris said mm. where he talked, well, we're going back into Demi territory. Mm, you, yeah. If you're ready to go there. I am. Always. Um, <laughs> where Chris is talking about 
the volatility between the young people and the old people, and Chris says, Tracy, essentially a senior citizen. Tracy is 31. So both Jenna and I are just like, well, ouch. <laughs> My back does hurt right now as we were talking, <laughs> so yeah, I guess he's right. I, uh... Have I've by the way I have two sets of foot inserts in my boots right now. I'm stealing one tonight because <laughs> yeah, I, I can't afford any until Thursday. Um, so that's my life because I have to wear thin, like cool knee high socks, and I have to fill up the space in my shoes. Plus, my feet hurt all the time. <laughs> I'm 33. Um, it's fine. <sighs> but this goes into like big demi territory where she's just like wilding with everybody like I put I wrote down so many fucking dummy quotes like I I feel like I just say them it's 2019 and you still haven't talked to Colton (laughs) from dummy to Courtney like her reaction like Courtney is allowed to react to the comments about her being the cancer of the house and then Demi says you're right you are more like bed bugs (laughs) And then, like, at the end of it, she's just like, I need a shot now. I'm, like, doing a full Corinne in this room. And then there's a commercial break. Yeah. Um, Also, she... um, Also, I'm starting a a hate Instagram account for Demi's Laugh because, like, I don't dislike her as a person. I don't dislike what she has gone through. Like, I totally am there for it, but her laugh makes me ill. It's bad. It's super bad. Um, she, she, oh, when Colton comes out later on and she has her moment to say things to him, oh, God bless her, she, she's like, I have a couple things to say to you. And I was like, God damn, do not be like, why did you dump me? Because no one gives a fuck anymore. So she thanks him for being understanding of her vulnerability and what have you. And so the other thing I'd like to say is I'd like to introduce you to somebody super important that I'd like you to meet. Uh, here's Courtney. You may not have realized she was on your season, but she was. And, I mean, it's like... It was the fucking meanest thing I've ever heard. Honestly. I was like... like I'm, I'm, I, I'm laughing, it. but it was, like, so mean. But also, like... Wow. It was the perfect last moment for her. Like, that girl also has coaching. Wow. Like, that girl's confirmed for paradise. Damn. Like, oh. she... So is fucking in. Like she she's like next <laughs> level Jenna, I feel like. <laughs> like so next level. Like oh I cannot I cannot wait to see who she hooks up with in American Paradise. It's gonna be amazing. Gonna, yeah. Oh, okay, so they bring out Colton and he's like all nervous and shit. It doesn't really matter, but um he he actually probably one of the only times I've really seen a guy, a bachelor come out. And he, like, did not answer any hot questions. They normally bring people... Well, he probably did. They just didn't show it because they wasted our time with other things. But they normally, like, bring people up onto the seat with him and Mm. all this stuff. But no one really cares because they're just going to be like, why did you break him up with me? And he's going to be like, well, because I like somebody more. It's like, duh, like, whatever, right? Mm. Um, But he was very, like, blase about the whole thing. And he says, like, I just want to say that it was hard. (laughs) and I fucked up mm-hmm. and if I hurt anybody's feelings I'm sorry but he does it with like a fucking smile on his face and I'm just like just wipe that shit off your face you asshole smirk. 
it is just such a basic ass like I'm apologizing to 25 women on the stage right now and just saying if I hurt you I'm sorry okay. I'm like almost right. certainly um they ask uh, one thing that oh, go ahead. did happen like right before that I think well first of all there was the Nick Vile commercial ice cream yeah special uh I would like to add that Hannah and Olivia Caridi are the same person. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, they had a whole thing with Nicole and her crying a bunch, but that's not worthy. I, it was all messy. I think it was, it was really gross. You won't believe what Nicole cries about this time. I don't <sighs> care. I did not like Nicole this yeah. whole season. It's just all gross. And it's also gross just making fun of somebody who, like, cries. Like, I, I don't. That that's me, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't make fun of me. And then they gave her ice cream, and then there was the Nick Vial ice cream special. So it's just like <sighs> Google it; it's worth it. I um, there was one thing I put in my notes that I'm like curious. I wa- I know that I wanted to talk about it, but I can't remember what it was. We were going to talk about it was like the Me Too movement, social justice, and feelings as commodities. Yeah. So they bring Caitlin onto the couch um, to talk about just her final days there, and Chris ended it with saying, you know, he was very thankful that she was willing to be so vulnerable about her sexual assault history, mm-hmm. and that it touched Colm, the producers, the workers, and obviously people in Bachelor Nation, and everyone applauded mm-hmm. for it. And they just kind of did that whole thing again. But you were saying it felt gross because, like, clearly there must have been... I'm sure there have been women who have been on the show's previously seasons who've experienced, you know. Right. Okay. Yeah, I remember what we were talking about now. And that just to kind of dote her out as, like, the only person brave enough to talk about it. And it just so happens to coincide with, like, a very, very real movement, mm-hmm. which has been going on for a long time. And also within its own history of the show, i.e. Right. VIP, season four, or what have you. Right. Yeah. Thanks, Chad. <sighs> um, and so, like, but it's also just, like, it feels like the first, like, time that Bachelor has, like, addressed sort of social justice issues in, like, a really major way, Mm -hmm. but also they're addressing it through a person who has social clout already, like, she is, I I don't know what her ethnicity is, she seems white Mm -hmm. to me, Mm -hmm. um... At least of privilege, though, regardless, because she has, like, a wealthy family and what have you. Definitely, and so, like... Um, like, these things were already, these things should have already been brought up, like, in Rachel's season, but it was, like, race was too much for Rachel's season, so, like, nothing else got to be brought up, and even bringing up race during Rachel's season was too much, so, like, bringing this up felt very just, like, opportunistic, Mm -hmm. and just, like, not appropriately, like, handled at all like it was an effort and like boy do I appreciate the effort but it's just like hard to like watch this show and be like well this has probably been happening this entire time and like this it feels like trauma porn you know Mm -hmm. like especially this season oh yeah 
because I'm sure there was plenty of women who've been contestants on the show who were sitting at home watching it and being like, well, I wish I had fucking told my lead about my fucking assault, you know, but they wouldn't. They probably were told not to, mm-hmm. you know? Or, like, if they did share it, like, it wasn't shown. shown. And so to, to have that just be, like, this thing we're going to do now after so many public Me Too moments and then and then The Bachelor's own history with the BIP thing does seem like they're using it as a commodity, but that is the way of this game, unfortunately. Yeah. And... It's just, like, shitty, and it, it doesn't was, feel like, good. It felt, like, pretty rough, especially it's the, this evening. Yeah, and it just kind of... It concerns me about the overall, like, arc of the series and where it's going to go from here and the whole thing. Even this Cassie stuff, all just a little bit... As much as I'm, like, living for it, as a, as a person who's consumed the show so much, I'm worried about, like, where else they're going to go that's going to be more intense than this. Like, mm-hmm. when they did the Ari, Laura, and Becca thing, I was like, God, I I don't want to see sucks. where they go mm-hmm. that's more dramatic than this. Now this is what's happening, and I'm feeling like it's more dramatic, and I'm like, ooh, is somebody going to die next season? Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And it kind of scares me, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. It's, like, interesting to see how... Like, they have to have learned from last season that, like, we are not interested in people getting, like, fucked over for the sake of yeah. love, even. But, like, but, uh, but, but Hannah G and Tasha are about to get fucked over so hard. Potentially, you know? Right. So. It just depends on how they continue to go about the whole... Th- and, like, it depends on what happened. Like, we yeah. don't really know. Yeah. And also, those women are great, powerful women, so they'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Everyone will be fine. It's just very intense. Um, they show the bloopers, mm-hmm. and they were funny. Um, some of them were... I was like, this is not a very good blooper segment, because they just showed a lot of people dancing, and, and I was like, this is kind of dumb. Um, but, then, <laughs> but Colton is a bad dancer, and that's funny. Yeah, and then they showed, like, a fucking minute long of him saying, nailed it. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> that's a new drinking word for me. <laughs> and I had not realized how much he had said he it. He said it so, so much. many times. And then so many different inflections and like bro-y, not bro-y. Like it was so funny. And like, see, what a dummy. <laughs> Fucking dummy. The, like the official blooper reel is called like whatever word The Bachelor says most plus whoops, a woman saw a bag. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they finally did. And they, because Danica said that before the bloopers came on, she's like, you mean we're going to see a bunch of bug interactions and like women screaming at them? And I'm like, yes. And then they weren't showing it. And then the last. Like, I don't know, but I felt dumb. Like, I felt so dumb for like a whole like two minutes where I was just like, wow, I don't know this show at all. Before you know what happened. And then they were like, psych, here's a bunch of bugs we planted in the house. And a bat. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what up? Oh, that was so good. Um, I would be scared, too. And if there was a spider, I'd lose my fucking shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> lose my fucking shit. We get a preview for next week that was different than the preview we got last night, which basically last night's preview for next week is we see both Hannah and Tasha crying in the daytime at some point. So, But that doesn't 
yeah, you just don't know what that means. Um, they do find Colton at some point. We hope. <sighs> maybe they just found him tonight. Yeah, maybe. He was like, my hair is so flat. So flat. I was Please showering. Help me. Give me some salt. I was like showering for like a month straight. <laughs> I was just in the shower. Um, and then tonight's though, they show basically he's talking to his dad. We don't know when this is happening. They're leading us to believe that they're talking. To, he's talking to his dad before he decides to go forward with anything, mm -hmm. whether he approaches Hannah or Tasha or anything. But I have a feeling it's after whatever it happens. It feels like it's during one of like his hometown right. dates. Yeah, that's what I think. Where but... he gets to talk to Papa, and women get to talk to Mom. Yeah, and... but that would mean he keeps both of them and keeps going, which is such a wild. That he has to go to Hannah and be like, I'm I'm still so confused. Is he going to go on a date with her? Is the date going to be consist of him just opening up about what happened? Or does he open up and then says, you think about it and you come to me whether you want to go on a date with me? Like, I, I really feel very strongly that Cassie's going to come back. But like right so, away? But like, or, oh, I mean, I guess we oh, have two no. more episodes. Ah! Literally, there's so much shit going on. So, like, I don't know how his next date is going to go. I, I don't know what I would do even in that situation where if it were, like... See, again, this is one of those situations where I'm, like, all of these women just need a friend. Mm -hmm. Because, like, when they talk about being in a relationship with this person, they're like, I feel safe. Like, I feel secure. They make me feel heard. Blah, blah, blah. And it was one of those situations that Cassie's dad brought up before where they, he was like, what is the difference between him being your friend and him being your spouse? And I'm just like, hard fucking agree. Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. guys can still be friends with this dude mm -hmm. and still have a wonderful relationship with him mm -hmm. and it not be romantic at all, which sounds like it's happening for Tasha. Mm -hmm. I do not know what's happening with Hannah. But, like, it's just the fact that those are the type of women that really want love and marriage so badly. And that's fine. And that's fine. I'm just saying, but, it, it, but like, that's where their problem is. Right. They can't have a friendship with this, this man. This is because, what they came here yeah, for. Yeah, because it's an affront to them that they failed getting a man to put a ring on it. Because mm -hmm. that's the system that we are living in. It's not my system, but it's theirs, and that's fine. But it's it, that's what makes the drama of the show work. Is because they're so up, the stakes are so high. Because if they go home without a ring, they failed. You know, yeah. they didn't. God damn it, you didn't. All of you guys are great and fine and normal and don't. And one of you will be the bachelorette, and you will probably find your man because the bachelorettes usually find their men, and they fucking do it right. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I'm surprised. I knew Colton wasn't going to do this okay. <laughs> like, I knew this before it even happened. Like, when we, we hated the fact that he was announced as a bachelor, it's like, he's going to fuck this up so hard. And, and then, he's been doing a lot better than we thought yeah. he would. And even so that's still, why I'm somehow, like, now he's I'm surprised. Like, he's doing to that somehow. But I also feel for him because he's he seemed to have been following his heart, and it's not his fault. He got no. Yeah. Straight up bamboozled. And I don't even think Cassie really did anything to bamboozle. No. She was just standing there looking pretty and being sweet. And she has more to her. That I'm not saying that's all she is. But I don't think she was even really trying. No. I think 
I don't think anyone is in the wrong here. I really, like, I really do feel like this is a lot of, like, my prior breakups where it's, like, it doesn't make sense to me, like, as a Colton right now. But, like, she's not wrong either. Like, nobody's wrong in this situation. It just takes time. Mm -hmm. But there's no time. There is no time. And I also think Cassie's coming back. I'm sorry. That's my final (laughs) prediction. My prediction. Oh, I feel you on that. Um, I feel like there's not much else to say other than next week's going to be wild. Um, you and I will probably talk about how we're going to handle it. It's going to be two episodes, fucking four hours, four hours total. I think it'll probably be the same as this week. We'll probably mm-hmm. release Tuesday. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Um, um, in the meantime, good night, motherfuckers. <laughs> Please like us and just like us in general. Um, <laughs> please like me. Please like us and follow us on Instagram. And I don't care about friends. the follows anymore. Just tell your mom that yeah. you like me. Yeah, just tell. I like these two ladies on the the internet. I, tell my mom, my mom, yeah. that you like me. Um, yeah, she seems to think uh, otherwise. <laughs> We're liked. Thank you for listening to Descartes Pod. Make sure you're following us on social media. On Instagram, we are DateCardPod. On Twitter, we are DateCardPodcast. You can email us at DateCardThePodcast at gmail. And make sure you're following your hosts. Danica is at DrunkFeminist on Instagram. And Jenna is Jenna with a smile. Make sure you are subscribed to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Hey, Leave us a review. This is the final podcast tonight. When you are ready.